Welcome on into the Superintendent Radio Network and I-77, somewhere between beautiful Myrtle Beach and colder Valley View, Ohio. I'm Matt Lowell, Managing Editor of Golf Course Industry Magazine, joined as always by my friend and colleague Guy Cipriano. And because we are in the car and we are on speakerphone, a very special guest, America's Greenkeeper, and also a past president of the Carolinas GCSA. Welcome on in to Matthew Wharton. Guy, Matthew, how are you both doing? I'm doing great. I hope uh, I hope you do still have the stamina to make it all the way back to Ohio. I we're think so. We're just getting started. I just had a large Mountain Dew from Bojangles, which unfortunately I found out at some point in the last year has discontinued their sweet potato pies. Those were amazing. So, Matthew, you had a very good reason to not be at the Carolinas GCSA conference and show, and we don't need to, to get into all of that, but you did follow along on social media. Do you feel like you had a good idea of what happened, or, or do you have any questions about those three days in Myrtle Beach? It's funny you should ask that. I mean, um, uh, I, I wasn't there for, for, for family reasons, um, I think. I think the majority of, of our listeners understand that uh, my wife's had her, her health struggles over the past 12 months, and she had surgery on Tuesday. Uh, I'm happy to report the surgery went well. Excellent. Um, she is, my wife is cancer-free. Uh, this was just a, a follow-up procedure, but, um, you know, I wasn't about to dare suggest we reschedule that or anything, so I... I I was with her all day Tuesday uh, while she was uh, undergoing surgery and then been tending to her the past couple of days. But I was able to uh, kind of keep up with the conference activities thanks to social media feeds. And it certainly looked like what I expected it to be, which was perhaps one of the biggest and greatest shows the Carolinas has ever uh, held. I think the interest was at an all-time high with there being no in-person meetings last year. And then there was this huge influx of folks from outside the Carolina coming as first-time attendees. I, I know Steve Hammond came down from Michigan. Uh, Dan Francis was, uh, he, he was definitely the social butterfly, no pun intended, with that new profile picture of it. Uh, you know, meeting folks. Uh, you know, you have Paul Christy Hurst coming, and there were a lot of other folks. Zach Bauer was there. Busy, so I mean, there were a lot of folks there that were first-time attendees. Uh, I know Dan J. Davis was there. I got I got some text messages and some phone calls and some voicemails from folks that uh, you know were reaching out to say, "Hey, sorry, well, we missed you," and uh, you know that was nice. It's all about in that regard. And but I'm just proud of uh, my association. I'm really proud of Tim Krieger uh, and Angie Davis. Melissa Smith, Kim Clark, Trent Bouts, Alan Knight. I know the whole team and the board of directors just crushed it. They knocked it out of the park. I mean, it was uh, it, it was fun to watch and, and just sort of be a little bit of a voyeur, if you will, through the through the Twitter sphere. Even with Twitter, and you know, it can feel like you were there. There were a lot of posts. I know one of our former colleagues. Pat Jones, in one day, in one day, posted on Twitter 32 selfies, which might be a record even for him. 
do you, do you feel like you were there, or do you feel like there was a little bit that you missed? And if there was something that you missed, uh, I don't know. Maybe we can recap it for you. You know, the funny thing is, is uh, I have been to every conference since 2006. And this wow. is the first one I've missed since 2005. So it's been a long time since I missed one. And, uh, you know, FOMO, <laughs> fear of missing out. I, I don't know if any other year FOMO would have been such a big thing. But with there not being an in-person event last year, there definitely was a feeling of, holy cow, you know, you're really missing out on something special that's that's occurring and happening down there this year. Um, it, there just seemed to be a different vibe, and uh, and, and of course, uh, every every morning I, I got the e newsletter from the from the association. And I was able to read as the recap, and but it, even the tone of that hinted it. There was just a different vibe for those that weren't in attendance. I, and you even talked about it, Matt. On uh, I listened to your two other little mini episodes. Oh, I don't remember. Thank you. Episode one or episode two, but you were talking about. Um, I think it was was it was it Thad Thompson that said uh, I've never been to the Carolina <laughs> show, but why do I feel so left out? And uh, yep. yeah, I mean, you, you had folks from all around the country that were, were watching this just like I was. They were all watching it unfold and they were like, holy cow, what a great event. I wish I was there to be a part of it. So, uh, so hats off to everyone involved at the association uh, and everyone behind the scenes. There's a lot of folks that probably don't realize that, you know, Angie and Kim and Melissa, their husbands take time off work to come down and volunteer and help. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that people have no clue about. And uh, it, it really takes a strong effort in a team, and we've got a tremendous team in Liberty, South Carolina, and couldn't be more proud of them. And I, I will say this too: I gotta say, um, I'll share this. So, uh, Brian Steeler just wrapped up an amazing two-year term as president, as he handed over the reins to Billy Bagwell yesterday. What a lot of people don't know is, uh, two years back. We had a situation where uh, a gentleman who was the current vice president ended stepping aside, stepping off the board a few months shy of conference and show. And as a result, you know, uh, some folks were going to have to slide into some new positions. And there was a pretty lengthy discussion and conversation about, well, who's going to step up into the secretary treasurer role at that point in time? And it ended up that I got uh, appointed to be secretary treasurer for only about three months because once we got the conference show, I then moved on to VP. Well, essentially, Brian Steeler stepped aside and allowed me to sort of cut line, if you will, leapfrog. Um, at, at the time, there was some talk about uh, perhaps I might run for the national board, but uh, you know, some things have changed since then, and that's probably not going to happen. But at the time, it was kind of like, well, if you're not going to do that until your time with the Carolinas is up, I'll gladly step aside. I, I told Brian that uh, I'm a big believer in faith. And uh, I think, I really do believe this. I really believe that all that transpired so he would be the one to take over the reins of president for 2020. 
I don't I don't think there's anyone in this association that was better suited to lead us over the last two years. He did a phenomenal job. He has so much to be proud of, and I am so proud of him. Um, you know, probably one of my favorite things about the board service was, was getting to know Brian and, and becoming a good dear friend of his. And uh, I love him, and I'm so proud of him. And I just want everyone to know that, yeah, he, uh, he let me cut line, and he was rewarded with uh, the opportunity to, to, to lead the association, to lead the Carolinas chapter through uh, an historic period. And so uh, kudos to him for that. And hey, he handed it off to Billy Bagwell, and I know Billy's going to take the reins and just run with it and just, just keep pushing the association to great heights. So uh, excited to sit back now that I am officially off the board. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just watch. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. But uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't share that with your listeners. I did not know that you basically cut in line in front of Brian, and, and and that happened. He had a great year. Obviously, Billy should have a great year in 2021. I am curious, especially because you both mentioned some of the folks who came in from out of state, Steve and. Dan and, and there were others as well. Uh, Thad tweeting out says maybe we'll see him next year. Who knows? A question for both of you, Matthew over the phone and Guy here next to me. Especially, and, and this is to take away nothing from the GCSA conference and show, formerly known as GIS, formerly known as the National, but especially in years when that's on the West Coast, like this year, this year coming up, and when it's in uh, Vegas as well. Uh, do you think it's possible that maybe the word is out now about the Carolinas conference and show and a lot of people maybe come to that rather than go out west? I'll take this, Matthew, because I don't have to be as PC as you do about these things. How about okay. that? Uh, <laughs> one of the things, one of the many things that makes the Carolinas GSA conference and show special is the fact that in your two states in the Carolinas, you have nearly every imaginable agronomic and growing condition and situation mm -hmm. you can have in the United States, right? You have the mountains golf in the western parts of North Carolina and South Carolina. You have the coastal golf in both states. You have you have uh, metropolitan areas, major cities that have you know, country clubs and public courses. You have the Sandhills region. You have all these different grass varieties too that are, that are grown in the Carolinas. So. You don't have to be in the Carolinas to attend the Carolinas GCSA conference and show to get something or a few things or many things to help you at your golf course because there are so many different growing environments. You could show up in Myrtle Beach and let's say you're based in, I don't know, Ohio like us or, or Maine. You can come down there and there's going to be educations and discussions centered towards the type of grasses that you're maintaining. So I, I would say that if you're at a club that maybe can't afford to take a trip to San Diego or you don't want to pay for it over your own pocket, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't consider going to Myrtle Beach in November because Myrtle Beach in November is awfully affordable mm -hmm. unless you make the bad travel uh, finance de decisions like Matt, Andrew Hatfield, and I make. No, I'm just kidding. What but, did we uh, do? We drove <laughs> and we shared a house. No, I'm kidding. Okay. I don't think there'll be any issues with our expense report. No. But no, it's such a relatable event in so many different ways. And also, you're running into a lot of people that are 
national in scope, whether they work for the industry companies or a publication like ours or, or some of the attendees that come from the, you're, you're meeting people from uh, also that are pretty prominent nationally in the industry too, if that's what you're interested in, in meeting. And you know, Matt Lowell and I had this conversation yesterday I have to like refer to you guys by your last names because I'm Fair. talking to two Matts here. Uh, but but Lowell and I had this conversation yesterday. Now there was one point, I think within a two hour stretch on Wednesday, Tuesday, I don't even know what day it is. I guess this is Thursday, but on Tuesday you look around and there's Matt Schaefer mm-hmm. and there's Sean Emerson mm-hmm. and then there's Ken Mangum and then there's Palmer Maples. And now that some of those people in that generation are retiring, they're starting to do some brand ambassador work for different industry companies. So you're bound to run into them at the Carolinas GCSA show. So uh, even though the Carolinas GCSA just represents two states, I think everything that goes on in those states is relatable to almost everybody on on the eastern half of the United States. I I think that's a great point, guy. And the the only thing I would add is I just know from my time on the board, We've always sort of had a little bit of a pull from our neighboring states. Folks from Virginia, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida mm-hmm. have attended. But it seems like uh, on those years when there is a West Coast national, that's when you start to real you bump into guys on the trade show floor from a little farther out. Maybe it's Ohio. Uh, we had some Michigan business this year, obviously, and so forth. So, so, so I think there is a little something to that. At least it has been in the past. But, I mean, you know, it's it's funny. I, I got a text earlier today from a buddy in California wanting to know about book lodging for National. Hmm. And I said, no, I hadn't done it yet. And so I logged on. Holy cow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Talk about inflation. So um, yeah, we got an email from someone on our marketing team comparing uh, Verbo and Airbnb cost to hotel cost, and it was pretty interesting when she sent that earlier this week. We yeah. haven't had time to process it. Yeah, yeah. the folks who are going out to San Diego, maybe rent a house together. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, um, it, it definitely was a little bit of a you know there was some sticker shock uh, and. Um, and I haven't committed anything yet, so uh, to be determined. Well, and what makes, you know, when we talk about the agronomics of your region, Matthew, I mean, why, why do so many young people in this industry want to go to a university like NC State? It's because you can learn how to manage warm and cool season grasses. So, you know, there, there are very few parts of the country where there's just a diversity of growing environments and golf courses like there are in the two states in the Carolinas. Oh, that's true. We're very blessed in our chapter to have uh, both NC State and Clemson University. Both uh, both of those universities have outstanding faculty, and uh, I mean the education that we get at our conference and show and at chapter events throughout the year is just—it's uh, unparalleled. I, I really believe it. We're, we say it all the time. We we are spoiled and we are blessed in the Carolinas. And then you have Ori Georgetown, you have Sand Hills, you've got so many great schools. Yeah, how about the Biden Mole Crickets? Their 10th uh, their Turf Bowl win in the last 21 competitions earlier this week. Yeah, it, it's just an ama- amazing industry ecosystem in your part of the country. And also, if you think of all the uh, industry companies that are represented 
in the Carolinas that have their North American tur turf headquarters in your region. It, it, it's pretty startling to think how much of the United States golf course market uh, revolves around decisions that are made in, in the Carolinas. That's right. Yeah, it's true. So, anything, anything you want to ask us, fire away. We're an open book. Uh, what was your favorite? Uh, what was your favorite off-site event? The conversation with our neighbors last night in the house we rented. Oh, well, we don't need to go into that. That was that was Johnny and Clarence, who also went by Junior, and they were two folks putting up Christmas lights across the street. And there will be things that go unsaid in public during that conversation. It was very interesting. I'm going to go with something a little more safe to talk about, and that was <laughs> the... I'm, I'm going to pick two. I always love the assistance gathering, which was on Sunday night. Uh, the Carolinas assistance, I don't know, maybe the strongest state or regional group of assistance in the country. Uh, Richard Brown did a great job, again, putting that together, and I think by next year that'll be the whole patio because it doubled in size from 2019, give or take. And I, I do love the, I think it was Monday night, the mini golf event at Captain Hooks. We never stay to the end because it's super late, but my gosh, is that fun. Yeah. I'd also say another fun off the uh, show floor and golf course event we had is I got to go into a Myrtle Beach gift store of oh. Matt Lowell and Nathan Crace, and that was quite <laughs> the adventure while we were taking Nathan onto the airport. They wanted to buy uh, gifts for their children. Yes, yes. Um, I, I did have, even though I wasn't personally there, I had two assistants uh, in attendance, uh, Eric Sosnowski, my senior assistant, and Matthew Rollison. This was uh, Matthew Rollison's, there's another Matt. Uh, this was his first time attending. Um, Eric had come down back in 2019 and uh, I I was uh, earlier today when uh, I had a chance to, to, to get out and, and pop in at the club they, you know this was their first day back and I was asking them about their experience and the, they each took two classes and uh, I know Matthew spoke very highly of the class he took that was taught by Don Garrett and Don's one of our board members oh, yeah. so uh, Shout out to Don Garrett. Don, if you're listening, uh, Matthew said that uh, he, he even showed me the notes that he took, and he said he's probably going to put some of them up on the wall above his desk. That's how much uh, how much he took away from him. Well, so uh, kudos there. What a remarkable person Don Garrett is. I mean, think about all the young lives he's been able to impact over the years working at the Walker course down there, Matthew. Oh, I know. It's, it's, it's funny. I mean, and a lot of people don't know that you're Don almost virtually his entire term there were no in-person board meetings well 
and he told and he told I, I was chair of the nominating committee this year as, as immediate past president and he's like you know hey if you've got somebody else in line that's fine and i'm like no you're staying i said billy bagwell is next and behind him is chuck Conley, and these two guys uh you know you are mentors to these guys they idolize you and you gotta stay on the board for another two years and be there to you know support them uh, so uh, I didn't let him. Uh, I didn't let him get off the. Well, Matthew, you mentioned your two assistants were there. I wish we had a chance to, to bump into them. We, we come away from these things now thinking about all the people we didn't get to bump into. Right. That instead of the people that we saw, it just kind of works out like that. But that's another thing I really love about the show is seeing uh, so many assistant superintendents and turf grass management students there. I think that's another thing that makes it really special. Is uh, meeting so many young people in the industry at the event each year. Oh yeah, definitely. That, that's one of the, that particular event. Um, I mean, we're starting to see more assistants attend the national now. Uh, at least I, I thought so back in 2019. But I feel like the Carolinas has been a little bit on the they're ahead of the curve there. Uh, and I have a third assistant, uh, a young man by the name of Matthew Miller. There you go, another map. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> when, we, when we were, I had them all together in my office, gosh, back in October, and I, I said, look, I, you know, I can't go, uh, but because I can't go, I'm also going to be tied up uh, for a couple of days or more with my, my, my wife's surgery, so only two of you are going to be able to go because it's very least someone's going to have to be here to kind of hold down the fort, and, um, Matthew Miller spoke up right away, and he says, uh, well, Eric should go because he's a senior assistant, and I think Raleigh should go because he's never been. Hmm. And wow. I, I said, I said, uh, wow, okay. And he goes, he's, he has attended, but he attended while he was a student uh, with Central Piedmont Community College. He was down there, uh, I can't remember if it was 2018 or 2019, but... You know, in his opinion, he's like, you know, I have been, I've experienced it, so I want, I want Raleigh to experience it. And I thought that was, a, you know, it was showed a lot of, um, a lot of character and strength on his part to do that. It's a leader in the making, it sounds like. So. Oh yeah. No, but it, yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. I don't have enough adjectives, adjectives to describe how awesome it was. We obviously missed you, Matthew. Uh, so glad that what you had to deal with went well and I'm sure we'll see you sooner than later and we'll be back to Myrtle Beach next year at this time and I think it'll be just as celebratory. I, I think it well I certainly hope it will because uh, I look forward to getting back after because uh, for me it'll be uh, you know with with the cancellation of an in-person event in 2020 and this of 2021 um, there'll be a three-year uh, time gap between my appearances in 19 and 22, but I'm good Lord willing, and the creeks don't rise, as we like to say, in the Commonwealth of Virginia. You guys are still passing through. Um, We're in a tunnel right now. We're in uh, a tunnel on Interstate 77. Wow, well, reception's good. I can still hear you clearly. <laughs> well, we just entered it. We may be losing you. <laughs> it's not a long tunnel. All right, well, well, we've probably gone more than 10 minutes. I'll make it quick. And wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, good Lord willing, the creeks don't rise. I'll see everybody more beats in 2022. Yeah. Well, I know we said 10 minutes. You've given us 25, and we've talked with you longer than that. Matthew Wharton, America's Greenkeeper, 
on the phone, thank you, Guy Cipriano, my friend and colleague, co-hosting with me, and thanks to both of you, and thanks again to our week-long sponsor in Turf T-Shirts, Com, the great folks at TurfT-Shirts.com with all sorts of designs. I'm just going to keep plugging and promoting them because there are all sorts of holiday, uh, or gift-giving holidays coming up, starting with, I suppose you could give something for Thanksgiving. If I don't think there's a turkey T-shirt available. Uh, Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, New Year's. I'm sure there's birthdays mixed in. And I've mentioned the Turf Wife T-shirt, I think, every day that we've done these podcasts. But you know what shirt they don't have, they don't make, that I feel like people would wear is one that says America's Greenkeeper. So I don't know if the folks at TurfT-shirts.com are listening, and I think they are, uh, maybe let's do a shirt for 2022 in time for the 2022 Carolinas GCSA conference and show that says America's Greenkeeper. And maybe we could do... uh, one that says uh, America's Greenkeeper with the outline of North Carolina. I don't know. Just an idea. Again, for Matthew Wharton and Guy Cipriano, I'm Matt Lowell. Thanks so much for listening to all of our coverage from the Carolinas GCSA Conference and Show. And as Matthew Wharton said, we will see you back in Myrtle Beach in November 2022.